0: Guys, uh, if you want to see me live or see tinfoil hat comedy live with myself, Eddie Bravo, and XG, please go to samtriplee.com for all the dates, and uh, you can get ticket links there. Thanks for supporting the show.
1: Tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls
2: will have to be imposed, and a world-governing
0: body Created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional idea. Wake up, Aaron.
2: This is only the beginning.
0: There, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, it will, man. We're back in the saddle. It is a uh, great time to be alive, great time to be here. Uh, you know who I am. You know who I'm here to do. I'm here to rock, okay? And join me, as always, is my partner in crime, one of my favorite people in the truth community, and a good friend of mine, XG in the place to be, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? Well, you were missed, buddy. Everybody missed you in New York.
1: Was it? Was there a lot of hot shows? Dude, there's hot, there's
0: hot shows, hot hoes, hot and smoke shows. Damn. Uh, it was a great show. I mean, every show that we do, I always go about, 50, about 20 minutes before the show, and I'm like, oh, it's empty. And then right before the show starts, you stick your head out, pack. The whole bottom was full. I am now realizing I have to figure out a way to get everybody to hear the dates. If you love the dates, if you want to see us live, and now we're going to do some after shows, uh, some after parties, because it went really well, go to samtriple.com and find your dates, because we got some great shows coming up. This week, we have, uh, next week is Comedy Chaos. That's right, Comedy Chaos live at the Comedy Store. Joey Diaz, Crystal, you name it, brought to you by our good friends at abx.org. And, guys, here's the thing. If you go to abx.org, absolute extract, and you use the promo code CHAOS, you get 20% off of everything, okay? All their weed, their vape pens. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about their vape pens and this non controversy controversy that is people dying from vaping. You know it's a lie, right? We know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. It's all a lie. Nobody's dying from sucking on robot dicks, okay? <laughs> Everyone's trying to suck those robot dicks. I'm telling you later on it's going to happen. There's no way that's good for your lungs, but you do you. But if you're doing CBD and weed, vape pens, okay, that's healthy. And that's our good friends at ABX. They have that shit. Go to abx.org. Use promo code uh, promo code chaos. Get 20% off. Now we got this new thing called sleepy time. Knocks you out. Knocks you out, dude. It's got good. It's got everything. Karen, Good luck on that. MYRCENE. Then Lionel. Why would you have me read this? Tipper nippin' nip all. <laughs> Why would you do that? Trust me, it's got a lot of amazing ingredients in it and it'll put you to sleep naturally cuz that's what people do at ABXIO. If you have a abx.org, uh if you have a problem with going to sleep and you need some help do it naturally, guys.
1: And don't complain, they got little
0: pills, babes, the, yeah. trinkets. Yeah, it's fucking good to go, dude. Grab those tickets. Grab those tickets now. Joey Diaz, Christina Paszynski, uh Tony Rock, uh, Whitney Cummings, and the list goes. Jeremiah Watkins in the sex show. Chris Lee, Brian Callen, uh, all your favorite usual suspects. And that is, and then, guess where we're at? We're going to be at... Seattle, I mean, excuse me, Saint Utah. Utah. We're at Utah, Salt Lake City. We're at Wise Guys, everybody's Wise Guys in West Jordan. It's the, it's the tinfoil hat comedy night. XG, Eddie Bravo, myself, we're there. We're going to rock. We're bringing it, and we're rocking with some Jack Mormons, dog. Jack Mormons. We love you. And uh, I'm excited about going there. Grab Again, you can grab all the tickets uh 2020 i'm gonna put together a rock club tour i decided one-nighters come in i gotta go to detroit i gotta go to all these places i gotta go rock and uh, i'm excited what else do we got to do stuff uh, anything on it's it's
1: patreon so you've patreon been rocking on the patreon it, you've been rocking it
0: patreon every day more patreons i'm doing it man five bucks you get two to three hours of content every week uh dude i'm getting censored on instagram i'm getting censored on youtube uh they don't want you to hear the truth so i'm trying to put it up on different places but you can go i do sunday fun days i couldn't do it yesterday but sunday fun days we got comedy uh now and we got the uh whole um a uh, secret side the mad hatters all there on there five dollars every month it's a great way to support the show and the t-shirts are rocking go to Tinfoil Hat t-shirts dot and you can get it uh all of them up the new york ones will be there and wait till you see the next two they are murderers 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 literally murderers Aaron, what's the score okay oh, still four to three guys i'm excited to have it back we've had the last couple of weeks we've had nothing but three timers people have been on the show three times And these guys are no exceptions. I asked them what they want to talk about. And they said some DMT, some aliens. I go, send me some uh, talking points. And they said, yeah. And then I hit them back a little later. I said, can I get those talking points? They're like, totally. And I never got talking points. I am looking forward to someday doing a live show with these guys in Canada. Rocking out. uh, They are the Grimerica show. Please welcome, as always, Derek, Darren Grimes and Graham Dunlop. Man, you guys are the first people I didn't fuck their names up. I right. get so nervous at that moment. My whole <laughs> body tightens up. My butthole puckers. You still don't even say my name completely right. Oh. We got good, easy
1: Canadian names. I do it too, though,
3: man. I, I pronounce it beforehand, and then as soon as it comes to time, I fuck it up all the time. I, might I still just... don't
2: say Graham's name right. It's been fucking 300. 80 shows.
0: I just want. I might add one more person just to say names. <laughs> just to introduce everybody. <laughs> the namesayer? <laughs> the namesayer. I, yeah, oh, and welcome to Namesayer, my co-host and namesayer. Um, so guys, how are you, man? For those that don't know who you are, if you listen to the show, you, you should know who they are. They're, uh, uh, some of my favorite guests have been on the show. Uh, tell them a little bit about the Grime America podcast. I was reading the description of your show. You guys go hard to paint on that. Uh, a little less compromised than what? Hello. What? <laughs> yeah, a little thanks bit for having us on
3: again, man. It's a, you've been killing it lately. I mean, you're you know you're just it's awesome to see somebody like you who's doing really well. You're getting lots of listeners and you're hitting these topics really deep. You know, I just listened to your Charlie Robinson episode just to give you an idea. Like that book is on my table. We quote from it every episode. So we try and get, we don't get too deep as, uh, as deep as you sometimes, but we had all the topics, like some of the light conspiratorial
2: stuff, spirituality, um, I you know, move Bigfoot,
3: uh, you know, all this, you know, a lot of the esoteric stuff. When you uh, Yeah, I'm we wondering.
2: disagree on most of it. So we can't go that deep. And then in my defense, it was like nine o'clock Sunday night and I was on my couch pretty stoned when he started texting me. Oh, okay.
0: My bad. <laughs> What are the non whacked out of your brain hours for you? What are those exactly? When I when I call when you're not wasted or drunk, which and you're and you're single now, right? Ah. Uh, okay. uh, all right, <laughs> moving She, she listens right to the show. along, moving right along. Um, um If well, list, I don't drink, you but don't I do-
2: usually I usually by the time when when the sun goes down, I'm usually by that point I'm I'm starting to smoke the the devil's lettuce.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. I would love to get to that place where I could smoke weed, but I'm not. I'm gonna do. I'm going hard in the pain on sobriety, and I get super paranoid when I smoke weed, and I want to jerk off. I don't know what it is. It's just like this that's weird okay, thing. Man.
1: Never heard someone say when but I'm I just paranoid, like, I, I jerk off. Yeah, I, jer- I just, <laughs> just, thing I
0: just smoke weed. I get par- and I just stare at the door, thinking someone's gonna <laughs> kick in that door.
2: No, I support your job. year sobriety. sobriety 110%. And like I said, that's even better. So you come off your year. You give me a call. We'll go out in the Canadian woods, and we'll uh, have some psychedelics. We'll have a good old time.
0: I'm totally down. You know, like, I am open to doing psychedelics, but I, I just want to do, like, I'm going to go, hey, I'm going to go one hard year, just clean it up. I'm doing a, so, a sober October on no uh, soda, too. I mean, I just got nothing left in my life. No soda, no porn, no <laughs> Coke, no weed, no shrooms, no nothing. There's just nothing left. What you, are you doing your sober October on? I uh, nah, Nothing? Uh, no. This guy's high on Coke right now. Um, if, you, if our listeners wanted to check out one of your episodes, what would be the best episode for them to check out? If you say, hey, check out the Grind America podcast, which one's the best one?
2: Uh, well, if, if I was to go with the fan favorite, it would be the very first interview we had with Randall Carlson. Uh, I'd have to look up the episode number, but that's, that's the one that's been downloaded the most. Uh, I think probably one of my personal favorites is 160, uh, with Neil Adams on the
3: growing earth theory the growing earth theory. That's really resonated with me.
2: Yeah. What is
0: the growing Earth theory?
2: Well, the growing Earth theory is this. I mean, it kind of bodes well with the Electric Universe theory. I think Uh the two of those could sort of go hand in hand a little bit. But the idea is basically that there's a space at the center of the Earth. The sun is shooting out all these uh, photons or protons, one of the two. Those are causing pair production at the center of the Earth which is actually creating matter. So not, it's not just the earth that's growing. That it's everything the, grows. Like, like
3: Jupiter will eventually become a sun and it, like everything's just constantly growing. And when he shows the moon, some of the moons, he'll put, he'll, he'll superimpose oh, them back together, like shrink them down and all the canyons and everything like fit back together. Like if you were to shrink the earth down, it's not like, it's not plate tectonics and, and the, that happened. It's more of like a, a shrinking or growing. Well, one kind of the interesting
2: things about that was that it actually turns out that those deepest parts of the Pacific Ocean and that big trench in the middle is some of the uh, newest rock samples we have. But some of those samples that I think uh, one of the stats was like 175 million years old
0: down there. Oh, my. It's, I think we live in such an interesting <laughs> world, dude. It's always. Totally. I mean, there's so much more than everybody knows. And it's just like I don't know why people want to believe, and maybe we are living on a rock that's hurling through space, that's in this perfect like eclipse around the moon, and you know, just somehow when the moon and the sun go in front of each other, it just works out perfectly. If you want to believe that, that's great. I, I don't know if we live on a flat Earth. I don't know, but I hope we do because that makes everything a whole lot more interesting, right? Because like everything gets thrown out instantly. Instantly, and it's a way fucking more crazier if we live on a flat planet than we live, and then we live on something hurling through space.
1: That, you know how many people you think
0: it mad? is?
2: I, I think both are pretty fucking crazy.
0: I think, I, well, dude, I think the hurling through space was way crazier. No, I think it's like we've talked about it forever. It's like, okay, it's all yay, boom, we went around 365 days, yay, right? That's boring to me. A flat or Well, it's
2: all fake.
0: What? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, to, what are we you're talking simulation? And
2: you figure out pretty quick that the fabric of reality is pretty thin.
0: Are you now? And do you think it's a
2: simulation? I don't even know that it's a simulation. I don't know. Okay. So, if you, in order to get to that, we'd have to get back to sort of my thoughts on reality, which have kind of come a long way in the field of the podcast or in the history of the podcast. at this point right now, and I reserve the right to change my mind or be wrong on anything at any given moment, but I think right now that uh, human beings, at least, maybe more, but at least human beings come from some sort of mass consciousness, singular consciousness, something that um, is manifesting everything. Or maybe it's not manifesting everything, but it's manifesting all of us. And the reason we're all here is to experience individuality and everything else. And then when we die, we probably actually go back to that that sort of mass consciousness. So I think what we're doing when we're in this realm is we're sort of all co-creating reality at the same time. So I, I don't think it matters what... I mean, I think if you can convince fucking 51% of the planet that the Earth is flat, it probably goes back to flat.
0: Wow. <sighs> I did. There is a little bit of simulation into that. There is a little bit of like Westworld into that, right? A little bit. And, but instead of going back to a uh, 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 reality, we just become, I guess, what you're trying to say is like maybe you think we get reabsorbed into this universe, right?
2: Well, it's like fucking Bill Hicks said it best, man. We're like the universe experiencing itself, subject- experiencing itself subjectively. And the only way it can do that is to let us kind of run wild and when you start looking at things that way then you know everything sort of fits in there you can look at the remembering past lives all fits into that you can look at psychic phenomena as fitting into that you can look at remote viewing is fitting into that you can look at channeling is near death met. experiences and... death experience the afterlife it's okay. all just i mean when you can figure out how to if you have this this group consciousness or this singular consciousness or this Christ consciousness or whatever you want to call it at the center of everything, then as soon as you can tap into that, you've got access to everything. Explain access to, everything.
0: to me, I, I flunked first grade. Singular consciousness. What do you What do you mean when you say? I think that? he means one
2: collective.
0: I think he means a collective, like yeah, almost like Jung's like like collective unconscious. We We all come from
2: the same sort of collective
0: consciousness. Like an energy, like a um, like
2: something. I don't know. It's like it's kind of like I mean the best like the, ether? the best way to look at it would be to look at a fucking colony of ants and what the fuck they're doing. And if you look at that zoomed out enough, you, it becomes pretty clear right away that those ants aren't working on an individual level. And when I drive over the hill going into the city in the morning, and I see all the fucking taillights going one way on the expressway and the, and the headlights coming the other way and these high-rises are going up over here and all this other shit's happening over there. And that, none of that's happening because of one person. That's all just all these weird little overlapping storylines all yeah. over the place converging and creating reality. I mean, it's happening there on an actual practical level that humans are co-creating our civilization so i just take that one step further and say that on a subconscious level we're probably co-creating reality that's why the placebo effect works that's why the nocebo effect works i dig
0: works. that man it's like what it's almost you man we're manifesting reality
2: yeah so you have the ability and i think part of the trick with manifestation and stuff like that, that is that too. I can only manifest so much reality. So it's like, I have this field of influence and it can like overlap Graham's f- field of influence a little bit, but I can't overtake Graham, So I can't like start flying around and shit because that's, that's too much.
0: Yeah. That you know, is like- not like whatever it is. It's not part of the code, right? Like, that's well, right. I, I mean, I mean, you might be able to levitate. At a the same bit. I mean,
2: time, I can maybe create a company that gives ten thousand people jobs one day or something like that. I think that can be an aspect, so and you crazy. can sort of start to subtly affect other people's realities that way, as long as it's not at such a level that they won't buy in.
3: Well, if you meditate enough, like some of the biolocation <sighs> from these monks and levitating, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, put it past. Yeah, it. you like, start hot, doing stuff yeah, like that. I change
2: mean. their body temperature, all that sort of stuff. I mean. Who knows? I mean, one of the interesting things is because I got into reading a lot of the like success books and stuff like that as well, and the new thought books and the philosophy books, and all of that overlaps so much. It's I've come to the conclusion that placebo, magic, intention, manifestation, new thought, magic—it's all it's all the same thing, and that's my explanation for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I was listening to somebody the other day talk about prayer and like some people think prayer is stupid. I saw somebody put out a, a meme, uh, your prayers and it all had all the different types of way of praying. Doesn't matter. And I like, I go, I, I think that's wrong. I do think prayer is just attempting to manifest, right? It's just this way to talk to the universe. Now, now there was a time where everyone believed a, l- a large person, of this uh country believed in a Christian God and like that that made those laws real right i mean that made it real we all believed in it therefore that is real and when you say positive thinking you, po- you like write down everything you're thankful for write down the list of goals you want to have and like you start doing that these goals start happening and like that's all yeah. i think prayer yeah. is prayer is basically just you putting off to the universe, the collective conscious, these things that you would like to see happen.
3: Yeah, it's changing your well, state think, of being. When you yeah. pray, it's changing your state of being. And if you're in a state of gratitude, I mean, they've shown yeah, me that, studies the that... Yeah, that's
2: one step further I would take it, is to gratitude. Yeah. Don't just pray, pray with...
3: Yeah, and then, gratitude. I mean, then your, your, your being actually changes when you're in gratitude. So, I mean, there's, it's not just a, a silly words, it's changing shit.
2: I mean, I start my day every day with a little prayer and a little gratitude for a couple of months now. Just I pick three things that I'm grateful for and I don't leave the house until I acknowledge them. And I mean, I spend my life like I'm living on a fucking cloud. Now, that might just be me and that, you know, whether that's a real a real um, what's the word I'm looking for, whether it's an objective thing or a subjective thing, it makes my life better.
0: I, you know, and it's just like you're like, okay, so there's this God out there, right? And this God, and you know, this bad things happens to this good person. Why? Why would a God let that happen? Well, it's like, I don't think a God let that happen. I just think there's so many energies in the world, and some are bad energies. And not that you're a ba- you're a bad person, but sometimes you cross into this bad energy, and it just yeah. it's but when you pray you yeah. have
1: to pray for stuff that's reasonable that's why it happens if you sit there praying hey i wish i won the lottery
0: that's when it that oh yeah especially now more and more we're st- i i think the lottery's rigged i don't know when you're finding out all these yeah shady <laughs> i heard you talk about
3: that that some of the people that have won and they don't announce
0: yeah who they the don't winners. announce who wow. it is you're like what a great way to just fucking Keep funnel it. money right a lot and- of money,
3: yeah, laundering it through the casino, like you talked about. That's when you said that it just a bunch of things clicked for me.
2: And yeah, what- I think there's a couple tricks to it. So I think it's not just prayer. It's kind of like there's got to be a lot of gratitude in there. I think I think part of the hack is is you have to actually be able to feel those feelings of gratitude for what you're actually praying for. So if you're trying to manifest something, you have to try and try and put yourself in the place of how you're going to feel when you get that thing, and try and feel those feelings because I think the the underworld or whatever, whatever, wherever you're going to make those things happen runs on emotion, not on logic. And, and the see. other thing is that I think you you really need to it's not just a matter of hoping you could win the lottery. I mean, when you really get down to the nitty gritty, it comes down to being of service and adding value to the world. And if you figure out how you're going to do those things, A, how you're going to make the world a better place, B, or how you're going to make people's lives better and see how you're going to help people the money will fucking just fall into I place. I couldn't
0: agree more. I could not agree more. I was just kind of thinking like all these people who win the lottery, how their lives crash and burn. Like it's almost like a, more of a burden. And I know it sounds nuts, but man, and like sometimes I make statements on here and then people find all these links and uh-huh. I'm wrong. And I, I, <laughs> And again, I have no problem with being – I'm here to do right, not be right. So if yeah, I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. Okay, I know no... I am not operating... Listen, I'm not your moral authority. Don't look for me for any kind of morals. I say... Fuck weird shit as long as they're an adult and they're into it and they want to do it. I'm not going to judge. I think uh, sexuality has been demonized. I think this shit going on right now with uh, Martin Luther King and Gandhi, how everyone's trying to, oh, they banged hookers. and they Oh, there's this tape of Martin Luther King laughing while somebody's getting raped. I'm like, where's the tape? Never heard it. Where is it? You, you put this shit out. And it's never there. And it's like this, just this thing to demonize sex. So I'm not here to tell you that, uh, you know, what like uh, Christian sex is the only sex to do. I, I don't believe in that. Uh, I believe that we have seen uh, religious books inserted into religion well after the fact And all like, who are these people, uh, you know, inserting these books and like, listen, if you love the Bible, I am not here to do anything to disrespect your religion. If that works for you, it's along the lines of what we're talking about, this collective consciousness. If the Bible helps you live a code that allows you to be a better person and make the world a better place and make the people around you happier, then that works for you. And And me.
1: And me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't care. But don't Go forget do that. Be Thou shall
2: not judge fucking clause. Do it, dude. Do it. Because that's, that's the worst part is everyone's just judging everyone else. If everyone could just get off their high horse and just let other people exist without, you know, I just, I, you know, I keep coming back to Twitter. Twitter might be the worst thing in the world. I feel like that really brought everything to a head. You know, like Jack should just delete Twitter. We'll give him the Nobel Prize and move on.
0: I want to tell you this. I, uh, I'm i just on Twitter for the, uh, the blood and tears, okay? I'm just there for the fucking wars. I just like to show up. I mean, I make a living killing hecklers. Twitter's just another way to fucking fine-tune your heckling yeah. skills. So I'm just there for the wars and to make people cry. Uh, but going back to what we're talking about, the demonization of sex. Okay. And then why I bring that up? You know, we've seen the Bible, thou shalt not lay, lay with man and the interpretation of that. Yet we constantly find people into these religions committing, uh, these, these sex acts that they're so, uh, against in this thing. Again, I'm not against the Bible. I, I if it helps you live a moral code. Okay. Some good happened there. Let me rant. And then we'll get into that. Aaron, uh, let live a more, a code that makes the world a better place, go for it. Uh, I don't, I've never heard of anybody winning the lottery. The point that I'm trying to get to is like, I've never heard anyone winning the lottery and then suddenly making the world around them better. I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, please send me these links because I always think someone wins the lottery and then shit gets bad.
1: Well, you, some couples uh, decided to be anonymous and they made it an issue. What do you mean? 2018, this couple won this, the lottery, and they wanted to go anonymous, yeah. and they didn't let them. They said they had to, like, make it public. And well, they yeah, were trying to keep they it are, in, yeah. except
0: for when fucking pedophiles win it, or, like, fu- we're, like, or gun runners on Vegas win stuff. I mean, like, yeah, it's all... Why do you got to know who won the fucking lottery? Why do they got to tell you that? Why do they got to tell you how much pro athletes make? What is that about? That's just so everybody can know, so the fucking vultures come out. But going back... To what we're talking about, like, you know, you're like, oh, I want to win the lottery. Okay, here's the money. You're still the same motherfucker. You're still the same person. But now you have a ton of cash, and that is like gasoline on your soul. Because you're just going to burn everything down. Now you just got more money to do it. If you're, it's like in, in 12-step programs, they talk about how, like, if you just... Like some people like, oh, this town is so bad. I'm moving. And then you move this other town and then bam, all of a sudden, within months, you're in the exact same place because you're the same person. So if your life is shit and you think money will help it, no. Money goes really well when you fucking center yourself and you find. Yeah, nothing will help it.
2: Yeah. If your life is shit, nothing will help it. Not a woman, not a relationship, not winning the lottery, not going on a vacation, you just got to fucking look deep inside yourself and start slowly fixing the shit
0: you don't like. Man, yeah, being honest with yourself, being no. honest with who you are, changing your moral code. Are, like, are you going to the, I always say this, whenever you listen to people talk, they'll do something like, hey, dude, you want to go uh, grab a pizza? And they'll be like, no, yeah, yeah. Why would they say no first? It's like a very interesting response. And I think it has something to do with uh, their, their, their point of view. Like, are they to the negative or do they assume uh, the worst? I'm going to admit, sometimes when something, Dana goes, guess what happened? I always assume, ah, something bad's about to go down because that's my mindset. And, like, I have to change my mindset. And it's like there's a thousand things going on in this room right now. What you you choose to focus on is your reality. There is no reality. There is only perception. And what you focus on becomes your perception, right?
2: yeah dude and it goes even it kind of goes even deeper than that because humans have this weird sort of thing where 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 um Brene brown talks about it quite a bit where it's like even if you're like a mat even like you don't even have to be talking to someone else say like you just go in your room and you see your baby in the crib or whatever or whenever it seems like humans have this thing where we get these feelings of how blessed we are to have this child or how in love we are with our kid or whatever it is, you know, you get that flash in your head of some, something tragic sort of happening that reminds you not to get too excited.
0: Yeah, and it's very interesting. It's like I tell people, you know, I'm nobody, dude. I really am just a little like speck of shit. In this. And I, I, Not shit, but I'm a tiny thing in this big world. But sometimes I look at my life and I think about how, how blessed I am. And I just think about how different my life was two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. So we do New York City, right? And I told my manager, I go, hey, I think we can get 400 people in the uh, place. You know? And she's like, okay, let's do it. Got 200 and, 200 and some people showed up to the show. Now, part of me really quickly got very sad at that. For a brief second, I was like, oh, man, I'm in a, I'm in a city of like 18 million people and 200 and some people showed up. And then I remembered that two years ago, nobody would show up. Nobody. Nobody would have come to that show. I've done shows in the past, way back in the day, when there were five people there.
1: Hey, but those 250 fans you said are loyal because you sold out all your shirts. But,
0: but the, Yeah, for sure. You but the point is that I, I should be just thankful that at this point, and, like, I, I was at a coffee shop, and I listened to this guy ranting on the phone about how bad his life was. He's super in debt, like, nothing, like nothing's working out. He's like, he would never kill himself, but if it just keeps getting worse and worse, he could, uh, he could see itself happening. I just wanted to pull him aside and go, dude, two fucking years ago, I was broke as fuck. Nothing was going good. My, I'd been dropped by everybody who represented me. Nothing was going well. And in a year, your life can change. Your life can change. And the old saying, and these are the sayings, and that is, you know, that, you know, madness is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. And that's just the fucking truth, dude. Right? Yeah. Or you, well, come- you had a choice change to make, something. right? Change you something.
2: could either pack up your shit and go home or you could... Make it happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or you yeah. could have called your buddy and told him spent spend an hour on the phone telling him how shitty your life was and then went and jumped off a bridge. Or you could say, hey, the only person who's going to fix this shit is Sam Tripoli.
0: Yeah. Why, why is the... Dude, that, listen, man. The 12-step program is fucking the most incredibly smart thing. And this is not advertising for it. But the shit I learned in there... Even, after, yeah. even when I relapse later, it still stuck with me. One of the biggest things I ever learned is like, nobody's thinking about you. Nobody. Nobody's out there fucking thinking about fuck, making your life miserable. Nobody is. They're all white knuckling. Well, Sam, this person did this to me, this this, me. Dude, I guarantee you, that person that did that to you, that was a drive by. Meaning they were doing that to everybody and you just were in the line of fire and that it was, they weren't thinking about you. Most people are just white knuckling their lives. Okay. They're on a steering wheel and they're just trying to keep the train on the tracks. So they're not thinking about you, man. And when you start to realize that, that you're like, nobody cares. And it sounds really lonely. You're like, Oh, I'm alone in this universe. Nah, man, you're not alone. Yeah, all.
2: Freeing. It's, it's
3: freeing. It's freeing. It's the
0: most yeah. freeing shit ever. And there's just like these... Not only that. Yeah, go on. It's like
2: if you can choose to be a force of good in that fucking white knuckle environment, then, I mean, that's what you're doing now, right? And you're talking about how good that feels right now. So, what a difference is that from being a white knuckling piece of shit? Not a piece of shit. I shouldn't say that. You're just in a different place. Yeah. Taking out, taking out your anger and whatever else. You're taking out your shit on the world, or you, you know, spend your time, like you said trying to make the world a better place, which is exactly what you're doing right now.
0: Let it go. Which is probably let it go. a reason
2: why I would argue why you're doing as well as you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's a blessing. You know, it's like, I always tell people, it's like, man, everybody wants to make it early, dude. I, If I would have gotten everything I wanted 15 years ago, I would have been <laughs> ran out of town. I just... Now it's just like, and I know people go, Sam, your Twitter's pretty angry. It's not angry. It's, <laughs> it's passion because I enjoy whack a mole people. But on an individual basis, I'm all about love and support. I'm all about people trying to help people better themselves, better their careers. I, you know, I retweet all my comic friends because I want people to know about all these great people. But when I learned that, dude, the killer is inside. The killer is inside. It's like that movie, the horror film, where the babysitter keeps getting go. have you checked the children? And then cops come, the killer's in the house. It's always in the house. It's always in the house. Yes, sometimes bad things happen and bad people show up. Well, you know, you see those statistics where, like, they cry, the whole all this crime uh, business, where you know, oh, the stranger's gonna kick in the door. I'm gonna take all your shit. Yeah, that happens. But usually, the killer, the murderer, the rapist is somebody you know. It's the person you know. It's the person, and usually, you're the person who has brought a lot of shit on you. And not 100, percent but a lot of the time. And it's because I believe we live in some kind of universe where everything is energy. And the energy you put out is the energy you get back. Now, does that mean everything bad that's happened to something is because they deserve it? No. Again, other people have energy out there. There are things that are out of our hands sometimes. But I really do believe in this you in this world, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. And if you just start. Changing what you see. And that's why I tell people, man, if you, make, if you do two things, things will. Cha- I believe your life will change. If one, three things. Let's say three things. If you pray just a little bit at night, a day, just a prayer, just a prayer, thanking the universe for everything you got. If you make a list at the end of the day of what you're thankful for and what you did well today, your life will change. If you do three things a day, three things, simple things, for someone else, without expecting anything back in return, I promise you your life will change. Yeah. And it's really simple. Hold your yep. door. Yeah. <clears> then
3: happy. you'll start recognizing it, you'll start acknowledging it. That 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 inside thought you can start separating from a little bit. You can start, you know, to when you do that inner work, you start to be able to just, you know, not listen to that thing in there. You know, and change it to the positive, which is exactly what you're saying there. It's fantastic. <laughs>
0: It is, it is really just rewiring your brain, and it <coughs> takes time. You just have to sit in it. What else do exactly. you have to do? You know, it's like yeah. I've lost two friends this year, man, and they just, like, could not get uh, away from You know, one of them was on pharmaceuticals, and I don't yeah. believe... Pharma, you know, f- to me, the pharmaceutical industry is the same as this carbon tax. It is not there to save anybody. It oh. is there to have a permanent permanent customer forever they are going yeah. to tax countries for the rest of eternity they could not care less about stopping global change you know climate change they don't care about any of
1: it and since you mentioned your two friends always keep a connection with people call with yeah. people randomly because yeah. they because it, it, it's always good and they ask you hey why are you calling me i'm just trying to see what's up dog how you been it's been a while and they might be in the position where they want you needed that call yeah And might sure. they? they'll yeah. call you back and you're like Hey, what do you want? I they just want to just say, couldn't What's get past. Yeah.
0: They they never, you know, I always talk about shrooms changed my life, man. Shrooms changed my life one day I uh, did shrooms at uh, K-Rocks almost acoustic Christmas. And I did shrooms it was when the show had just started and uh, some guest, some fan sent me shrooms. And normally now I wouldn't wouldn't do any of them, but then I was like, "Hell yeah." And I, I did these shrooms and I had this moment where I was just like, "You know what, man?" I'm exactly where I need to be. And I have a real regret that I never got to sit down with Brody Stevens' new mushrooms. Cause I really think that would change your life. Some people are like, oh dude, you got bad trips on shrooms. I'm like, I don't think they're bad trips. I think that someone told me one time they did shrooms and it told them that they should stop doing comedy. I go, Maybe that's not a bad thing.
1: That's you telling yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe that's the universe going, you're happier. You might be happier doing this.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We talked to the guys from MAPS once in a while. And I mean, those guys are having huge success with using psilocybin to treat depression. They're saying one single, like, three gram dose of magic mushrooms is then those people don't need their antidepressants for six months.
0: Yeah. And the pharmaceutical companies hate this. They are gangster about this shit.
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, those. The most spiritual experiences of my life have been on psychedelic substances.
0: I, I, dude, I, I got this moment where I'm like, man, I'm exactly where I, I remember thinking, going, oh, dude, this is what they talk about. You know, and, and I've had Jans Irvin on, and I love Jans. I know people think I don't, but he kind of had this thing that, like, people's experiences on shrooms are through programming. And that they're not really having it. They think they're having it. And I, I, I just this one, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, man. I 100% had a moment where I realized, man, you're doing great. Think about where you are. I flunked first grade, man. I flunked. You know how bad you have to be to flunk first grade, man? <laughs> That's going
2: to be hard on your psyche, too.
0: Dude, my parents must have been looking for store receipts, man, trying to get (laughs) store credit, dog, because who flumps first grade? This kid right here. And it's always been a fight, man. It's always been a fight for what I believed I should be getting. And it. Everybody fought. And then I did these shrooms. And I remember going, man, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I was such in a good place, I found out how much I loved 30 seconds from Mars. That's how much, uh, that's how much love was in my heart. And uh, I still love them to this day. But I, okay, I still love them to this day. You can rearrange your life. It's about changing your point of view. And I'm like, dude, you ever meet those people who are super fucking positive? And you're like, God, it's so noisy. But what do they have in their life? Great <laughs> shit going on.
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, when I had that, the DMT experience was kind of like all that wrapped into seven minutes. It was like, I mean, I, I can't even put it any other way than actually feeling like Darren died. I mean, for, and then for like, So that was like the most terrifying part of it was that slowly getting ripped apart into nothing. And then Darren's gone, and you're sort of experiencing whatever the fuck you're experiencing without having any self to sort of anchor any of that back to. Like you see faces of people, but you don't know who they are or how they relate. You have these, over. So after the terror, the feelings of love start coming in. And then when you when you're in that, that space where you kind of feel like you're slowly being put back together, which is kind of when you've sort of refocused back and you know where you are, you're back in your body, you know who you are. You're slowly coming back together, you know where you are in the universe, you know when you are in the universe because time and everything is just gone. And then I mean that at that point there it was almost like a that same sort of feelings you're explaining. Where, I mean, I almost burst into tears um, just because of feeling that as you're coming back together and just feeling how blessed you are. So it's like what I equate it to is like when I had those strong feelings of losing everything right before that, that was really feeling like what it would be like to lose everything. Like your connection to your kids, your loved ones, yourself, all gone for a couple of minutes. And then as that slowly starts coming back into your life, you realize how blessed you are. And then you start realizing that, you know, money or your job or your house or your marriage or whatever it is that you're going through is fucking nothing compared to what real loss. And I mean, you're not just, you know, what would it be like if something happened to my kids? That's not what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm talking about you on every level of your being has just lost the connection to everything you love. And then you got it back uh, stronger than ever, which is which was pretty magical and then i mean it took me probably about a week before i mean I, i'm still getting subtle nuances change it changes within myself that i'm just sort of becoming aware of now but um like i don't know it was kind of like all the hate all the kind of hate you build up over your life or whatever you want to call it the hate in your heart
3: resentment, resentment
0: resentment hate. yes
2: was just like all this resentment that I built up for different people over the years, all gone. All like gone. And I wasn't sure how long that would last, but it's been a while now, weeks and weeks. And it's it's not creeping back in. Like it's it's shifted it's shifted my outlook on 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 life and the nature of being for sure.
0: Yeah, man. You and know,
2: it's gone. really like exactly what you're talking about with the mushrooms, just on a hyper uh, I mean, I would explain it to taking my most powerful mushroom experience and times it you know, by like a 100
0: and I cramming know. it
2: into 10 minutes.
0: I love it. And let me tell you something, man. If you do shrooms and it freaks you out, I think that's a good thing, man. Because to me, that might be that you got so far away from what this whole trip's about that you're worshiping the wrong shit. Your Twitter followers, your Instagram, your, uh, you know, your, how nice your car is, all this, your phone, all this shit, right? You're in, you're worshiping the wrong shit that you're this spiritual experience is rocking you to the core. And that maybe you need to simplify your shit. And I'm just like, man, I. I, you know, it's like uh, people can hear me right now. They're like, Sam, you're the guy who goes crazy on Twitter. Well, look at what I go crazy on. I, I get really angry when we worship people who hurt other people. And that is something that's very important to me. You know, you brought up the, the maps guys and all that stuff and how they're helping all these, um, all these soldiers coming back from these illegal wars. And, you know, I'm really upset that we have a media trying to romanticize George Bush. And you could sit there and tell me what role he had and maybe he was a puppet for Cheney on them. But that dude was the president when we got hit and when those towers went down and when he fall, and then they They faked the anthrax text and they let people in uh, the postal service die from anthrax. Why they took anthrax a month earlier, the vaccine for anthrax to stop it. So they didn't get affected by it. And then they lied about weapons of mass destruction that led to half a million people die. And then we sent our sons and daughters over there to fucking just psychologically get destroyed and sent back and broken. Were they dying like, what is it, 10 to 100 people every day killing themselves? And you want me to chill the fuck out? Because Ellen is sitting down with him and he did bad things a long time ago, yet these same people go nuts anytime Louis C.K. tries to do stand-up?
3: Well, and the problem is, like, the, Trump spent trillions in the military-industrial complex, but where's the where's the outrage about that? They're too busy worrying about his fake racism. Like, if they would just start getting upset at him for the right things, for right. the real things, not right. all this fake bullshit. Yeah, There's lots of real stuff to get upset with him about, not then, the fake stuff. Like, they're just losing credibility from all sides because the outrage is totally
2: misplaced. That is by design.
0: And it goes back because to what you're talking about. Because they don't want you to get mad at about. Trump for
2: being a war criminal because that goes against the fucking narrative. There and are it, no war criminals because we're not going to war. We're spreading democracy.
0: 100% oh, dude. And it goes back Canada, to the, but, the
2: Well fuck. yeah, but it's all... That's where Graham and I go back and forth because I think Trump was just the next... And, and I'm a guy who fucking told people to vote for Trump four years ago because I thought he was a change candidate too. And now I can see a few years later that you know he's just the next, the next actor in the entertainment division of the military industrial complex. And I don't know about that. And the though. plan see, is global I, fascism, I, I know, and man. that's where it's gonna going
0: to keep going. I don't
3: right. know about that. I mean, if you heard his his, his uh, message in the in the EU recently, with the, which the media decided to talk over, or at least the one yep. clip I heard, they decided to talk over it. And when he when he after he brags about spending two trillion in the military industrial complex, but he really he really went in and said like, we are, you know, a sovereign nation and all the nations should have a right to be respected and sovereign themselves. And we're not going to, you know, be taken over by the globalists. I mean, that's like, to me, that feels real. It feels like a real fight there are against globalism. That so are don't real. don't where to, it, it, it's so visceral. It feels real. This
2: fight. But,
0: but let but me just say time, this. Let me just say like this. 70
2: different countries.
0: Right. Le- let me just say this, dude. Let me just say this. Like, to, to Listen, I, I have a visceral reaction to telling you that a president is a good guy. I have a visceral reaction to this because I've been through so much lying bullshit. And I'm not exactly. going to sit here and tell you that Trump is a good guy. I do believe he laundered money for drug cartels. Now, I think drugs should be legal. And if you legalize them, there won't be drug cartels. Okay. Uh, I believe that he is paper rich cash poor okay and everybody's going crazy on that we're in a nation of debtors i'm gonna say that people say he's the mob well let me just say this i think vegas hollywood the music industry and television was much better when the mob ran everything okay uh there are things to hate trump about okay also he, the
2: fbi runs the mob
0: yep always has well dude, this and, and dude the jesuits and the fucking Vatican run the CIA and they run organized crime. Okay. That's for real. But the things they hate about fucking Trump is that he's allowed the international banking cabal again, not cabal, excuse me, not a code for Jews. Okay. Code for (laughs) international banking banking cabal, okay, into the White House with that fuck-faced Jared Kushner, who looks like he likes to have sex with a knife to his throat, okay? He's a scumbag. His daughter is pushing fucking uh, Minority Report technology. Those are bad things, okay? He's selling fucking uh, weapons to Saudi Arabia to continue a genocide in Yemen. Those are real things to get angry about. The news will never tell you that. Because the people who are your newscasting talking heads get their checks signed by people who make money in that. Those are real things. Now, I will tell you that the four major pedophile sex trafficking fucking trials this year, with Son of God, John about to go do it, uh, God of John, what's it called? God of God of John, of, John, John of, God. of God, excuse me. That trial hasn't happened. But those four, when we're talking Nexium, Epstein fucking El Chapo and this uh, John of God. Those are four real trials and that is real fucking deep state currency. That is going back to what we're talking about, about the, the blackmailing of sex. Now I do not condone sex with children. I am not saying that, but the, 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 uh, demonization of weird sex, gay sex, uh, Dudes banging everything that moves. Uh, you know, the demonization of all that is done to blackmail people. So when you're taking down pedophile networks, because there have been four major trials, you can't, or about to be a fourth trial, you can't say that's not real. And here's honestly, man, this pulling out of, of the Paris Climate Agreement is a giant, giant fucking blow to the deep state and their fat. Pockets, because that was going to be trillions of dollars.
3: Yep, I agree, hundred percent. That's all what, I'm that's saying. That's what makes dude. it feel real to me. That that's the other one is is the Paris thing, exactly. And, and I that can't he, that they don't seem to be buying into that narrative, that global warming narrative. Thank yeah. Christ, because it's. Like it's, Christ? it's, you know, uh, you have hear never heard me say that. I'm not saying that before. he's a
0: good guy either, but there is something like, dude, when he went and, to the FBI and got Jeffrey Epstein nailed the first time, that, that marks a, a fucking break. Now, Bloods and Crips can work together sometimes and then want to kill each other. So it's possible that they're both two different bad factions that are going at each other. It's possible. That shit happens.
1: Uh, another good thing he's going different. after is the Federal Reserve. Yeah. That's another one.
0: Yeah, he does no want to go after yeah. the Federal Reserve. No I mean, like, those are that. real things, dude. Like, dude, the whole thing about uh, the um, tariffs with China. Dude, we, since Bill Clinton and free trade, we've had three, uh, th- him, Bill Clinton, Obama, and Bush, all have been presidents of the United States. I've never heard that we were getting tariffs from China. That's
2: because it wasn't time for war with China yet. I don't now know. Now it is. I don't know.
0: And, dude, I'm telling you, man, I don't know, dude. I, I, maybe I just have to have hope then. I have Maybe this is just hope. I still from keep
2: hope. my trump card in my back pocket just in case. I kept one.
0: I wanted just to be. Case. Yeah, I'm I'd with love you, to dude. Be
2: wrong. I'd love to be wrong because I'd love to see the world become a better place. But in my model, the world comes a better place just from more humans becoming better humans. So it could all just be, you know, the ship's starting to right itself because people are less shitty than they were. Well, he's, he's definitely woke a shit ton of people up. And I mean, I mean the media Nickelback is so tweet bad right was now. honestly the first time I've like laughed out loud. It was so good. Fucking oh like my God. When I pit play on that fucking tweet, Look I was alone in my photograph. truck and I fucking burst out laughing.
0: <laughs> and then, and then the li- these, they're not liberals. They're not liberals. Then these progressive ass face fuck faces had to oh, uh, defend uh, Nickelback. How funny <laughs> is that? They had to pick which one they hated more. <laughs> I love it, dude. And listen, let's go back to why, if, if this is business as usual, why would he completely destroy the m- mainstream media? Why would he destroy Google? Yeah. Why would he destroy Facebook? I'm telling you, I'm, I, dude, I have a visceral reaction sticking up for the president because I've been fucked so many times, okay? But it just, it's like literally destroying everything they've worked on.
2: Yeah, but I think the next, the next part of the script was starting to turn the American people against themselves. And I mean, one of the books I, I recently read was Dave McGowan's uh, Understanding the F Word, American know. Politics and the Illusion of Choice or something like that, or American Fascism and the Illusion, Illusion of Choice. And I mean, this book was written back in the 90s. And at the end of it, he starts, I think Trump's mentioned by name in there at some point. And near the end of it, he talks about the last paragraph of the book is like, and what you're going to see over the next 30 years is the American population slowly start to be more disintegrated and more angry with each other because it's the only way that the fucking train can keep going.
0: Okay. So let's just put this in perspective. It's like it almost gets too
2: homogenized. It gets too too big and too homogenized. So the big three networks aren't anymore. So we got to knock those networks out of the way and- you know, come in with all this new alternative media. And it's going to go back to, you know, it went from a bunch of small outlets that were probably all on the same thing. We just didn't know about it. to one big homogenized fucking thing. And now we've caught on to that. So they'll go back to a bunch of small ones. Yeah, but then why would big tech be censoring so much? And why
3: would they be... In on the the thing as well. Like wouldn't and, there and be dude, more. Dude, this of a political correctness man. Think think those
2: guys are so good at, at their psychology and understanding how our minds work that that's just all to keep us in a state of disarray. I really well, do. Like, I think this, I think all the best psychologists in the uh, in the planet for the last fifty years have either ended up in advertising or in fucking technology. Right, but and how come? Okay, let's take
0: that. a look at this. Look at look at like uh, open discussion on Israel that never happened before. Like, why would tech companies allow that discussion to happen? Because yeah. that is like... Dude, I think Israel is a business transaction cloaked in a religious war that they want to... Con- they Like, dude, I saw this. Someone sent me a video about the Kazarians and the Rothschilds and how... Um,
2: Slippery slope.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, dude. But it's just like... It, Maybe it's such an advanced game they're playing that they're they're literally setting everything on fire so that there's no one thing that you can go to. But I just feel like everything they've tried to do, every game they've tried to play, is no longer effective because, uh, I mean, this great awakening that's happening. And maybe I'm just hope against hope, but just it just does not seem like... Like the push from the DNC to impeach Trump and how that just died. The push to fucking go to war with Iraq just died. I mean, it just dies because people are so weird to aware of the tricks anymore. Kamala Harris, if this was 10, 15 years ago, she would just march right in and be the fucking person to run for president. Now she can't get anything going because everyone knows her record. It's horrible i just
2: I-, I agree so that's why i would say that we're seeing the, the pushback against the tech companies because something new has to happen because the old isn't working anymore too many of us fuckheads are waking up and causing problems and making podcasts and making memes and making youtube videos and we're we're, we're showing that the emperor has no clothes yeah, but i thought and, you, and you were I just
3: think- saying that that's a plan to, to make that happen to polarize us and that's what we'll do if we're polarized so how i thought that was the
2: plan that I think that is the plan.
0: But, dude, you and, see and numbers where, right where now that say— The problem is
2: where the plan ends is that all of us probably end up in a fucking gulag someplace. We have more than
0: ever—we have people pushing against—Hollywood's ho- numbers are dead! Hollywood's numbers I can't watch are it anymore. I
2: dead! Can't, I can't stomach it
3: anymore. Bitcoin is rising!
0: Well, that's rising. the one thing I would say is the
2: dollars is the big thing, is that it's like where you spend your money is way, way, way the fuck more important than who you vote for.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. It just seems like it's different. And maybe Trump's uh, represents a different kind of group who wants to take over. I don't know. But whatever the status quo is, I think there's a, it's no longer working. And I think there is a real war going on between Trump and the establishment that was Clinton, Bush, Obama.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. not Trump. Probably not Trump. Trump's like the the, the head of something, right? Ah. Like somebody, Trump's not the mastermind, you don't think,
0: right? No, like somebody I, I think, Trump. I th- listen, man. Here's what I, I mean, like, here's the thing. The military, right. right, you could have at the highest levels of everything are complete and other psychopaths. But some people don't get to those highest levels. And a little below these levels might be people who still have some sort of of uh, humanity in them. And these wars that we've been doing, they are obviously to so many people, bullshit banker wars. And that maybe these people, I think there are a lot of people, and I'll say this about police officers too, that there are a lot of people who still love the United States, love the constitution, love the bill of rights. I know I'm waking up to how important they are. And how I, I am digging in right now. And you know. When we laughed at Charles Hesson saying. You know you'll have to take this gun from my cold dead hands. The, I, that is my fucking motto right now. That is my mantra. You want to take the guns. Come fucking take my guns. Because I'm not giving them to you. Because I know what happens when guns go away. Bad shit happens. And these Politicians who are trust fund kids telling us to give up guns while they leave behind fucking in, in enclosed uh, private fucking uh, what am I looking Gated for? Communities. Gated, Gated communities. Gated communities. Okay? Insecurity and security I think the truth is all coming out, man. And I believe at the, in, in, in the military, at, at maybe not the very highest level, just below it, are people who still love the fucking country and still love the the Bill of Rights and and our Constitution and our fucking super gun people. And they see what's going on. They see that we're going to fight wars, and we're protecting poppy fields, and we're killing people for no other reason, and we're hurting our sons and daughters, and they're coming back completely broken. And this has to stop. And that they see places like Detroit... And, and all these fucking cities that are third world cut. Co- and now that's not against Detroit because Detroit's having its own kind of fucking rebirth. But there are parts of this country that are fucking getting bad. And there, I think I want to believe that at the highest part of these military parts. And I'm not saying we got to rely on the military. I, gotta, I say we got to rely on our sons and our, our, our brothers and sisters to go, fuck, we're going down a dark path. And that when they found out that Hillary was selling, was sending our secrets to China. That they said no fucking more. And it looks like that. Because what's going on is all the people I trust are saying, dude, there is a war about to happen inside the structure of this government to take back what has been fucking stolen from us and given to the other side. And when Q says we'll save Israel for last, that's not anti-Israeli. That is dark arts motherfuckers who are fucking playing both sides of the thing, both sides of the fucking fight, just like they did World War II when the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the Bushes fucking funded Hitler, who was Jewish. And the fucking, they're all fucking, the dude, the Rothschilds are dark arts, but they say they're Jewish. They play both sides of ball. And that's what these people are doing right now with the U.S. and China. And I think people are fucking not happy about it. And I think we gotta fight back. God damn, I'm yelling at you guys. What I hope you're f- right. No, fantastic. that was, great. That, was
2: a, that was a fucking great rant. <laughs> and I hope you're. I fucking hope you're right. I really do.
0: I do but, too. Because if not, know, dude, sometimes we're I find fucked. it
2: hard to believe that they, they, with as much power and control as they have, that you know they haven't thought that far ahead. I'm, I'm right there with you on World War II. I think Hitler was uh, an American fucking puppet. Yeah, and that project Paperclip was an extraction.
0: It's not American puppet. You know dude. The it's allies, fucking City the Allies, the soldiers didn't do. City of London, dude. Deep. It's Kazarians, bro. It's like, why does why why is the International Banking couple working with China but not Russia? Why? Because man, Russia's it goes always been a problem. It goes back to Kazaria, dog, and how the Russians right. whooped Kazarian's ass and made him change religions. And, dude, if it, you just start watching it, it's like all the pieces start to come together.
2: And I think that's whole, the whole reason for Hitler was to take out fucking Russia. And the only reason the Allies even landed on Europe was because it became abundantly clear that Russia was about to run
0: fucking rimshot over all of Europe. Yep, dude. Yep, and I'm not saying Putin's a great guy, but there's a... Dude, you guys need... Not you guys, but the people need to listen, man. Russia sent ships... To fucking back up Abraham Lincoln. And y'all don't want to believe it. And it's factually true. There are pictures of Russian soldiers with the uh, fucking the North soldiers. It's the truth, dude. You can find those pictures on the internet. Because they've always pushed back uh, against
2: the... Wasn't Russia like the first place to call after 9-11 too?
0: Yeah, dude. Dude, there's a reason they hate them. Now, does that mean that Rothschilds haven't given money to Russia? Of course, they like to make money. They'll play, Like they say, they play both sides of the ball. The only thing they want is straight up cash. And I actually believe that the fucking Rothschilds are just the boogeyman and it's black nobility, the old Italian banking families. That's my real opinion. But it's war, dog. And like, if we're wrong about Trump, we're fucked. And these people who seem to enjoy that when we seem a little bit wrong, they're there to fucking celebrate. When we're a little bit wrong, they celebrate. But you never hear them when it comes back around that we were right the whole time. But when they celebrate that we might not have gotten right, they, they, they're celebrating their own demise.
3: The problem is if you're wrong, then we're fucked both ways.
0: Right.
2: <clears throat> Either way. Well, I think if you're wrong, then it's war with China. It's within the next <clears throat> 10 years probably.
0: And you know what, again, it's not people. I've met the Chinese. They're good people. They're great. It's power structures, man. It's the power at the top of China. It's the power at the top of Israel. It's fucking power structures, dude. It's not fucking England. It's the power structures, man. It's the people at the top. Stop fighting with people here and start looking at the people up here and at the top. And they're always getting yeah. us to fight with each other.
1: We were always at war with Eurasia.
0: Yep, dude, it's 1984.
1: <laughs> so you know how it's t- like a guy. Tulsi said she was gonna sh- pull everybody out for the military and stuff. Is that why, why they kind of banned her? Because like, no, we're, no one's gonna get close to. Well, pulling no, dude, back. they
0: kneecapped yeah. her because she fucking took out Camilla Harris. I saw that. Oh, that was crazy. She, she fucking ca- she called her out on it. Kneecapped on her bullshit. Yeah.
3: Camilla Harris because she would win. Because she would win the the DNC for sure. I mean, for sure, they, dude. They have they have to they have to shut her down.
0: And she's too anti war I think Hillary is gonna try to step in again. I think she's 100%. Gonna she she's taking out Biden right now.
2: you know what's fucking <laughs> hilarious? is Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak were telling us five fucking years ago that there was an internal war in the fucking u s government, yeah, 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 five years yeah. ago, way before Trump before fucking Trump. Announced his thing. The no agenda guys were saying that there's a fucking war between the army and the intelligence services of the US. It's an internal civil war. These guys have been saying that for five fucking years.
1: Well, the FBI and CIA hate each other.
0: Well, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, like the CIA. I mean, you found Zorik or whatever his name was, Sheep Dip. He was really CIA. They were infiltrating that. And dude, I think there's probably great people at the FBI. I really do. And then there's just a fucking bad group. That just rots everything. And it's just like, I don't hate people. I don't hate cops, man. My, my family's in law enforcement, dude. But when they come to crack skulls, they send the cops. That's just the truth. Yeah. And you want to give guns to the cops? Fuck, man.
1: You want to go be like Hong Kong? They're getting fucked.
0: Guy, man, we're, yeah. I've seen those videos. Horrible. And dude, it's so funny because they say it's a CIA fucking thing. It's, like, it's just so interesting, dude. Like, if there was no CIA, would we be killing each other? I don't think so. I really no. don't. They're always behind all the bad shit, man. God, I just oh, yelled yeah. for an hour. I'm sorry. 100%. Guys.
2: I mean, they, yeah, the CIA's, I mean, that's who's extracting the Nazis after World War II. Was it CIA yet then, or was it No, it, it was OSS, OSS until 47, OSS. I think, yeah. or whatever. Or the OSI. Oh. <clears throat> OSS, OSI.
0: Yeah, dude, it's Nazi shit. And listen, man, we don't have to take it. And you know what, man? If we support Trump and he turns around and fucks us in the ass, then he's got to go too. We are the power, dude. And that's why they're getting us to fight with each other. And that's why the kids of these fucking globalists are fucking stealing the narrative and getting us to fight with each other. Because they're never going to be. It's like why emotions and words right now are the worst thing in the world. It's why everyone got angry at Roseanne Barr making a Planet of the Apes joke when they don't realize that Valerie Jarrett fucking was a big part of illegally assassinating someone which has caused open-air slave trades. Because those actions don't affect rich kids. They're they're fucking isolated from it. They they go to private the minute they're born, their fucking food, shelter, and fucking clothing is taken care of. They go into private schools where they don't have to deal with fucking poor kids. They get juiced in the fucking high-paying jobs. They go to fucking high-end bars and high-end restaurants and high-end nightclubs. They never, they only powwow with the rich and famous. Real world consequences don't affect them. You know what? And the only thing that gets to them is emotions. And that's why words that say mean things hit them so hard, because it's the only real world consequence that can touch them.
3: Wow, that's an interesting theory.
2: I think they're allergic to love, too.
0: Well, they're probably fucking traumatized, dude. And that's why they're hijacking the political correctness thing, because they got to stop the meanies. Control. Yeah. And they do the bidding well, that's of this part. Of, files. No,
2: that's the first step in legislating speech.
0: The fucking meanies, guys. They
2: already legislated <clears throat> our speech.
0: Yeah, Canada. I, I get nervous no. with you guys. I'm fucking Trudeau. He's like, dude, he's a rich kid. Stage,
2: arrested. I'd like to be at that show.
0: He needs to be, dude. He needs to be, I, he's man, gonna, no, he's I'll be trouble. honest with you, dude We'll, we'll see, see what, what happens,
2: this month is our election We've we'll got see a big election coming
0: up Somebody was telling me that fashions. they know Actually, where. I
2: might, vote, I might vote for the Green Party Because they say <sighs> they're going to legalize all the drugs
0: <sighs> Legalize all it, the drugs please. Stop the drug trade Dude, someone's telling yeah. me they know where Anthony Weiner in New York goes To grab fucking coffee I was thinking about going and finding him And having a little talk with him About what he's done to <laughs> kids don't, don't hit him I Just won't hit him, but him. I'll make he his hears- life fucking, I won't, I'm not a violent guy, dude, but I'm going to let him know, dude, there's consequences for his actions, and we're fucking coming for you. You Give him fucking rat. produced kitty porn, and we know it,
3: Yeah.
0: and you're you never going to sleep shit. lightly again, ever. If I ever find out that Chelsea Handler was on those fucking flights and fucking did anything to kids, she's never going to stop hearing it. I promise you that. I will burn this city fucking down before I let anyone like that fucking live. If I see Dan Schneider or any of these punk-ass motherfuckers out there, I promise you they're going to get an air full. I ain't playing this shit no more. I'm over it. Guys, sorry to yell. Can can I run
3: through a couple of our favorite episodes recently just before we run out of time here? Yep. Yeah, so we had John McAfee on for the second time. He told us about oh, his escape shit. from the Caribbean. It was fantastic.
0: What episode is that? that w- Can you tell him?
3: That's uh, yeah, that's episode three six nine. we had one oh, in Martian. On. That was episode three sixty. <laughs> and he talks about like sacred geometry and the music of the basically the 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 uh the, yeah, like the the universal, like one... Uh,
2: like the soundtrack of life.
3: Yeah, like say I'd love to hear what Aaron thinks about that book. He's got a new book out called Cosmometry, and it's fantastic. It's like decades of study, you know, of the fabric of reality like that. <laughs> and then uh, we had Del Bigtree on a couple times as well, talking about vaccine safety. Those are fantastic episodes. Darren hosted a debate, number 342. That was that one. And then, of course, uh, Randall Carlson was on 338 as well. So those are just some of our latest episodes. Uh, Latest favorites.
0: Well, guys, I love you so much. I'm sorry to scream at you guys. I get passionate. That was great. Uh Aaron, what happened? Cardinals won the tenth. Cardinals won the tenth. Guys, I love you i I can't wait to powwow with you guys in uh in person. We gotta make this happen. I gotta get out there and do a comedy show, and I'd love to do a stand up show and then do a live podcast with you guys. Let's figure that out. Let's get a date in uh in uh the uh, 2020 and uh keep screaming. Uh, keep rocking, keep doing drugs. Uh, you know, uh, you guys are doing great things and uh, anything we could do for you guys, never hesitate to ask. They are the Grimerica podcast. And uh, hey dude, I love you guys to death. Uh, they are fucking Graham Dunlop and Darren Grimes. I fucking appreciate both of you guys and I uh, we'll see you guys soon, man.
2: Don't do drugs. See you soon, boys. Thanks bye. for <laughs> having us.
0: Anytime you, all the guys. time bye guys.